Sunshine peering through the fog was a phrase that I came up with one day whenever I was driving into work. Let me introduce myself. My name is John McGovern. I've owned my own lawn and landscape business. I still broadcast on the radio and a paramedic and recently diagnosed with PTSD, anxiety, and depression. And I didn't see it coming. But sometimes the people afflicted with PTSD are the last individuals to look in the mirror. I know I didn't. It was hard to admit I was broken. My emotions, every emotion, in one minute. I was a mess. I knew I needed help, but I thought, what would others think of me? Until the day I looked at my family and I could see in their eyes that I was not me anymore. So I reached out for help. I just want to say thank you to everyone that reaches out to me at sunshinepeeringthroughthefog at gmail.com. I really do appreciate your emails. And this is from an email, and let's dissect it. If you work in the front line, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So, this girl, Glenna, from North Dakota, and thank you for reaching out to me at sunshinepeeringthroughthefog at gmail.com. She's worked on the front line as a paramedic for over 25 years. She went to a four-year-old in seizure, then passed away on her. It didn't affect her at that time, but then, fast-forwarding to a family reunion, her niece came over. Now her niece has a history of epilepsy. Now her niece had an epileptic seizure. It's normal for that individual. But what it left was a destructive path. Now that destructive path has led Glenna from North Dakota to be stricken with PTSD. Out of her career, she said, of going to numerous shootings, trauma, everything like that, she got on her knees and started to weep at that family event. Have you ever had a situation like that? I know I have. And it let's say a fender bender. Now, many fender benders can be just a sign-off, right to refuse. Everybody's okay. But then for myself, I've gone to a couple of fender benders where there's hardly any marks on their car, but they were hit laterally. So they were hit from the side. One, the person was a paraplegic. The second person wasn't that lucky. That person ended up passing away. And it haunts me because they looked normal. They looked normal sitting in the car, except way their neck looked. And I know I still get that float back to that situation. So, Glenda, I understand. I understand. And I empathize with you because I've been there. I can almost sympathize with you. But isn't it weird the way that our mind works? It certainly does. And whenever you throw in countless first response events, let's call them that, and then all of a sudden, that ticker tape or that bundle of sticks, one, two, three, four, slash, there's five, one, two, three, four, slash, there's ten, one, two, three, four, slash, there's fifteen. It all adds up. 
And when it does add up, it adds up to be a big situation. It truly does. Now, one thing here in Ontario, Canada, and I can't speak for anywhere else because Ontario is what I know. If you can get in with the right trauma counselor, if you can get in with the right psychologist, if you can get in with the right psychotherapist, and hopefully within their office they have a psychometrist, a psychometrist is one that will cause you to work very hard on different tools in the toolbox. Now, the tools that you'll be given is to breathe and learn how to breathe, but breathe in a certain way to bring down those heightened situations of anxiety or help bring mindfulness instead of depression. It's been one of the hardest things that I've ever learned how to do was breathe again. But whenever they hook up those different kinds of apparatuses, different kinds of equipment to you, to see that your diaphragm is working, whenever you're breathing, that your belly breathing, like we did whenever we were children, and also having like an SpO2 on your finger. So respiration and heartbreak goes together, and whenever it's done effectively, it puts on the brakes. And I've mentioned this before for the sympathetic nervous system heightened anxiety, you want to stop it in its tracks, try breathing. One thing that I also want to touch on is DSM-5. So that's kind of like the written protocol of being assessed to see if you have PTSD, anxiety, or depression. For myself, I thought it was going to be the worst thing ever, because really inside, I knew something was different. My family has seen it for many, many years. But I wasn't really jiving it. I wasn't, you know, putting myself to that point going, I'm screwed. But many other people have seen it before me. Now, the DSM-5 is a bunch of questions, and I remember it. It was January 2020. I just came off the trucks. I came home and I was a mess. But one thing that I'll always remember and one thing that gets me through a lot because she did it not intentionally. She did it as a, a joke, per se, as something for me to take my mind off of the situation at hand. Now, we were walking, my wife and I, to my DSM-5, I call it the equation, the equation to see if you have PTSD or not. So, we were walking there, my wife was going to work, I was heading off in the other direction, we stopped, and she goes, John, she goes, don't worry, if you hear the click of the pen, and the notepad shut, or the book shut, all that means is you're effed. And that is our long-standing kind of comedic way of whenever I'm in a situation where I need to vent, talk, whatever, or come back from therapy and my wife will go, so, click, are you still effed? Yes, honey, I'm still effed. And we have a great little chuckle about it because I really think that's what we need to do whenever it comes to being diagnosed. 
It's not John McGovern, PTSD, AMCA. It's John McGovern. I might be not returning as a paramedic, but you can't take the paramedic out of the individual. I still care. I just got desensitized to care. I got desensitized to censor myself. I got desensitized to holding in my emotions. That being, I know I cry more. I know I reacted lots. I was angry at lots. People seen my outbursts. All I can do is apologize. But getting that DSM-5 done, completed, and if you do have those four letters and they're attached to you, don't worry. It's not like sewn in to your shirt or to your scarf or to your gloves. It's only four letters that may define you at that time until you can find the right help to move forward. And I think that's what it is. It's finding the real help to move forward. Like Lena from North Dakota after that seizure event with her niece. She was on the bottom. She was depressed. She had so much anxiety because of the event. But that event was in a controlled situation. The event that traumatized her back or floated her back was the event with the four-year-old then passed away. We all get into those situations. We really, truly do. But it takes a great individual sometimes to put your hand up. Don't live like I did for, let's say, five years, where I hated to swipe in. I really, truly did. I hated coming in to the base, wherever I was, whenever I was on the trucks, and I just trembled before I swiped in. And I was so elated, if nothing really happened that day, to swipe out, and I was gone. It was like my heart was in stress all day. And then whenever I swiped out, it was like, it was like your mind telling you, let's eat a bowl of ice cream because we know it's good for us. Maybe not really, but right now, the way that I'm feeling, I need it. <laughs> Surround yourself with awesome people. Ones that can flick that pen, that shuts that book and say, you're effed. Because they mean it. They love you. They care for you. They want to see the best for you. And I think that's the biggest thing that we have to take out of many things when it comes to PTSD, anxiety, and depression. Remember, those four letters, don't let them define you. Please don't. I know I did at the beginning, and I think that that is the mind's way of staging itself for what's to come. But when you find your way to move forward in this weird world right now with the pandemic, the ongoing COVID-19 and such like that, journal. Journal. Don't journal about the bad things. Sit outside in your back deck 
today in Ontario at 6 degrees in December. And I'm looking over, my wife calls it a creek, I call it a river right behind us, and I do that mindful exercise of, I'm on a kayak, I'm in the middle of this creek slash river, I have my eyes shut, I feel the warmth on my cheek, I feel the kayak being rippled with waves. I can feel me go from side to side or frontwards backwards. I can hear birds, the background. I see people walking on the trail right beside the creek slash river. I hear the ducks as they're quacking on the side. Ooh, look, there's a swan. It's whoever you want to make your mindfulness be. Do it. Bring back those memories. Bring back if, if you're a parent. And one of the biggest things that you think to yourself is, I love the day that my daughter, my son, came into this world. Think about that. Maybe it's on a vacation where everybody's looking forward Make sure you look behind because you might be missing something awesome. Think about that with PTSD. Always try to make yourself move forward. But always look back every once in a while and see your accomplishments and how your accomplishments got to where you are today. Life isn't easy. Life is not a highway. There is many potholes. There is many forks in the road. There is many <laughs> no winter maintenance roads. It's tough. But whenever you get that kind of feeling, whenever you're propelling yourself more forward than backward, pat yourself on the back. Pat yourself on the back every day. Because you're doing it. You're moving forward. You have your family's help. You have your therapist's help. And you have your own mindful help. And just remember, the one person on the face of the earth that is never going to let you down, I'm tapping the table right now, that person is you. Don't you owe it to you to listen, absorb, and move forward? This has been another episode of Sunshine Peering Through the Fog. You can get it at any of your podcast destinations. But you can also reach out to me at sunshinepeeringthroughthefog at gmail.com. Thank you to Glenna from North Dakota for sharing her experience and as we kind of think and kind of make our way through it, those situations that we talked about. And I would love to hear from you. Even if we just dissect one thing, you know what? That's one thing off your plate. Again, my name John McGovern. This is another edition of sunshine peering through the fog, keep yourself mindful 
and keep breathing.